beautiful souls. I am Valeria Noritza at Healing Through You. I am an infinite being of light and so are you. Today, I want to talk to you about your reality, about thoughts and beliefs. We have a lot of beliefs that we have um, made up and taking us our own since we were children. Beliefs such as you need to work hard in order to be successful. You need to work long hours in order to have money. You need to choose whether having a family or having a career. All of these are just beliefs, right? You, um, as we get older, we get sick. Uh, all of these are just beliefs. And a lot of you thinking right now and listening to this might think, yeah, 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 and agreeing with me. Well, guess what? These are all just beliefs and the beliefs come from repetition the repetition of a thought that continues to be pressed upon yourself and repeated and cycled within your brain your mind all of that okay and what does that mean it means that you can change it but let's talk a little bit more about how these things happen right what are the beliefs the beliefs are things that are all based on fear. Now, there are obviously positive beliefs as well, right? If I study really hard, I'm going to get a good grade. So if I listen to the teacher or listen to the rules, I'm going to um, be treated well or be liked. If I give things to people, people are going to love me more. That's that really messed up thought <laughs> and belief, right? But we have these beliefs. And when you begin to center in yourself, who you truly are, what you really feel inside without the fear of if I say, if I speak, and the things that I'm saying, I'm speaking or thinking are opposite of what everyone is telling me. When we're able to get to that point, when you're able to just speak up for whomever you are and whatever it is that you're feeling, without that fear, that's when you begin to just be. And when you begin to just be, you begin to create your own reality because you are tuning into the energy of you. Your higher self, you have heard about the higher self, connect to your higher self, speak to your higher self. Um, your higher self is giving you messages, all kinds of higher self thoughts and, and things that you might have heard. Your higher self is the part of you that is the divine. Everyone, you know how I say I am a being of light, an infinite being of light, and so are you. It's because you are. You are created by the creator who is infinite, beautiful, true, unconditional love, and so are you. And the part of you, this is why humans have such a difficult time um, acknowledging this or coming to terms with this. I did too. Um, is because we are seeing the human part of us. We're not seeing our higher self. Our higher self is our soul, the part that is connected to the divine, connected to the creator. That part is the divine, is pure light, is pure love. The human body part, the part that it feels that is separate from the divine and separate from your higher self, the part that uh, when you are not aware of what's going on and who you truly are, that's the part that is just kind of like going through the motions, following the rules, and um, absorbing everything that we are told we are and we are not, and we're supposed to be or not supposed to be. 
and then we're living from there, which is completely and so far away from the reality of who we truly are. So it's difficult as humans who are disconnected from our higher selves and the divine to believe that we are actually divine beings of light, to, be, to believe that we actually have any type of divinity within ourselves. It is really difficult. It is your higher self that is the divine. It is part of the divine. It is the part of you that is connected to and equal to the divine. That's your higher self. And so this is why when we say connect to your higher self, speak to your higher self, listen to your higher self is because we're asking you to connect with the true self, uh, part of yourself that is the divine. And when you are in that part of connecting, then you're able to see everything with different eyes, the eyes of love, the, the eyes of compassion, the eyes of unconditional true love, empathy, all of those things come from your higher self, which is the divine. And when you are connected to that, then you begin to feel and see things that don't make sense in the world that we're living in. When I was a child going to church, I grew up Roman Catholic, went to church a lot on Sundays. I can't say every, every Sunday, but we did a lot. And I remember as a child, as a young child, listening to the sermons and not agreeing with everything they were saying. I mean, yes, I would listen to the to the stories and um, and the teachings, but things just didn't make sense because I was so connected to my higher self. I was connected to what felt true for me. And so, for, I'll give you an example when um, like when the stories will say like, oh. Um, God is mad or um, at, at the person for doing something or or um, is testing you and you need to do things this specific way and allow this and not allow that and and separate this and not separate that and like like if you're not um, baptized you know like Catholics are like running to get their ch children baptized um, as soon as possible because if tragedy was to hit and the child wasn't baptized then what would happen to the soul right that's the belief that's the belief and this is why we we believe in all of this so um this is the way it works right this is the way it works when we are completely disconnected with our higher self and when we are connected then the things that we hear don't make sense I, I used to think and feel like, okay, what's going on? Why is, um, why are they saying that? That doesn't make sense. Um, another, another thing that happened when I was a child that really was impressed to this day, I, I remember it so clearly, uh, when there was a, it was a full mass. I mean, it was full. Everybody was like standing and, um, this woman had this child, a small child who started to cry. And I remember the priest pretty much asked her to leave and take the child out because it was disrupting. And I felt the shame and I felt the fear, the shame and the, all of those things of like being casted out for the mother. And I thought in that moment that that wasn't right, that it wasn't the right thing to do. Now, of course, modern churches, they have this, cry rooms so if you have a child who is unruly 
you need to go to the cry room, separate yourself from the whole entire energy of everyone else and go over there and cry so that you don't disrupt, so that you can talk, so you can make noises, right? Really? Really? Is that what a true God would do is separate the children which are innocent beings and so open to the divine, so open and connected to God itself and the divinity. And this is what we're doing. We are separating them. It makes no sense. Does that make sense to you? It makes no sense. Are they actually disrupting? Yes, they are. Everything should be quiet and solemn and respectful in the church. No, that's not who the God is. God is joyful. God is the divine is joyful and alive and full of laughter and joy and separating people and making everyone feel so calm and, and solemn and restrictive out of respect, you say, right? Well, that's what I was told, out of respect. Where is the respect when you are not honoring yourself? Okay, I'm completely going in a different direction from where I started. Um, but um, this is what's coming through, right? This I'm just it's just flowing through me. Okay, so that's what's going on, right? This is what happens. In order for us to begin to shift our reality and our beliefs, like the belief that God is um, going to get angry at us if we make the wrong decisions, if that we're going to be punished, that if we don't do A, B will happen and B being a bad consequence, right? All of these are beliefs that we have grown up with. And they're not just uh, religious beliefs, you know, that can be beliefs that you install as a child, right? Growing up, all of those beliefs are just the same thought running around over and over in your head until you actually believe it. So if a parent is abusive and tells you you're worthless, you're worthless, worthless I can't even speak. Um, I can't even speak this low frequency words, um, or you're stupid, or you can't do anything, or when are you going to get it together, or any of the very limiting words and sentences that you know humans use to hurt others. When a person continues, and I'm, I'm saying person because there are people who are abused at all different ages, it's not just children, right? Um, they hear it over and over again, what happens is that they begin to believe it, right? It's the thought that maybe this is true and then now I believe it. And this is why there's so many victims of abuse that take so long to get out of their situation is because they actually believe these hurt, hurting words that are being shout at them, right? How do we change that? It's by beginning to create a new thought. I don't think I'm dumb. I don't think I'm stupid. I don't think I, you know, just start, start with that first little thought. It's a little ray of light of beginning to hear the words that don't make sense to you. And then hear what you feel inside. When you start to feel what you feel inside and it's opposite to what you're being told and it feels better. It feels light. It feels like joyful. It gives you hope. That's when you're connected to your higher self. So all of the thoughts <clears throat> that are coming from your higher self, from the divinity of you, 
are positive. They're light. They make you feel hopeful. They make you feel joyful. They make you feel giddy and like wanting to laugh. I used to go to church later on here. I got to give you another story. Um, <clears throat> when I was in high school, I used to go with a friend of mine from high school because she used to go every Sunday. And I thought, okay, I'll just go with her. And then this way, I'll do the things that I'm quote unquote supposed to do and be a better person. And I would find things would happen to me every single time. And I'm not kidding when I say every single time that would make me crack up in the middle of the church. And it was so difficult to contain myself. But of course I was older, I was a teenager, so I could, but I was like holding on to that laugh. You know what I'm talking about, right? When you're like really wanting to laugh, but you don't want to, right? And like that feeling and that brings in even more joy and more stuff, <clears throat> that, that was me. That was me. And you know what would happen? Everyone around me would start kind of to like laugh too. I was bringing joy to the people around me. Perhaps there were some people that were annoyed at my behavior, but you know what? It didn't matter because I didn't see them. I was only connected with the ones that were laughing along with me, feeling joy with me, right? because it is funny and like what kind of things happened that were like silly and funny and made me laugh right like for example once i went to kneel down on, on that thing that you kneel down and my right knee went straight down in between the two bars so not on the bar and i kind of fell in and uh, you know and it made a noise and that was it i lost it right like start laughing this is so funny it's not like, oh, oh my gosh, like I made a noise. No, but for me, my higher self was like, oh my gosh, that is so funny, right? And I started laughing. Okay, you may not think it's funny, but it was funny. And this didn't happen once. It happened a couple of times. No, I was not clumsy. These were just things that were happening to me that would bring joy to me in a place that was not feeling aligned with me. I didn't know this back then, right? Because I was a teenager, I was not doing this type of work, I was not aware of this, but there was something within me that brought me to a different area so that my feelings within me were joyful instead of sorrowful, which, you know, a lot of people may agree with me on this, that when you do go to a, a place of service, you might feel sorrowful. There are many new places that worship right now that are very joyful. They have songs and music and dance and a lot of really joyful things. And those resonate a lot more with me. Not that I still uh, that I go to them either, but uh, there are different things because people are awakening and they are beginning to remember and realize that the true God, the true divinity is within themselves and that it is not sorrowful. That is not the purpose of living, right? So when you begin to change your thoughts, you begin to change your thoughts as to like, <clears throat> okay, you know what? This could be different, right? And this is why these new churches are, are, uh, and places of worship are popping up everywhere, right? The ones that you can go to like a movie theater. I used to go to a movie theater in Nashville. It was a a, literally a movie theater with a band down on, on, the, on the bottom. And like most of the teachings were done through song and it was so beautiful and it was so light and it was so joyful. They even had like coffee and donuts outside so people could like come in because people are always happy when they're eating, as you know. Um, and and it was uh, there was no separation of the kids being in a different place because you know what? The kids resonated with the music and the joyful feeling of being in that space. 
So everyone was feeling elated, right? It's, it's a completely different way of worshiping. It's a completely different way of going to feel connected with your higher self, with the divine, with you, with God, right? So these people who, be, who have begun these new ways, these new churches, new ways of worshiping, they thought a different thought. They started thinking also, you know, this doesn't really feel good. This might feel better. Maybe we can do that, right? And then you think that over and over until you believe it. And then once you believe it, you take action and then everything changes, right? So if you're in a place in your life where things are not working out, <clears throat> sorry, I have <clears throat> a frog in my throat or something. <clears throat> um, when things are not working out and you're thinking the things and you're believing the things, and a lot of you, I know, because I've spoken to you, um, think or feel like I can't get out of where I am. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. I have no help. All of this negative affirmations that you are telling yourself. Are you asking the universe, your higher self, to bring you more of the same? When you believe that you do not have XYZ and you say it to every single person that you speak to, you are reaffirming the lack of which you don't want to not have. <laughs> I'm speaking like double negatives here. Okay. Um, I used to have a friend, high school friend. Um, every single time I would call her, this is after high school, she would start the conversation with these words. I'm tired. Yes, I am posting there on purpose. I used to live uh, abroad. We used to write letters, every letter. I am tired. It was like the first sentence, first or even second. You know, sometimes they'd be like, hi, how are you? I'm tired. Right? Every single time. It came to be so much for me and my energy that I let it go. I had to let it go because every time I read and felt and heard the same exact words, it was getting worse and worse and it was dragging me down. I was feeling like I feel tired just reading this first sentence. Like what is going on, right? It's the energy. The more you say it, the more you believe it, the more you are. The more you say it, the more you believe it, the more it becomes a reality in your life. Begin to say, I have so much energy. I am so loved. I have so much money. I have so much freedom. You might be saying, I really don't have enough money. I'm barely making the bills uh, get paid here. And I really don't have any time, right? And you're saying this to yourself. And you know what? That's what's making it a reality. So how do you change your reality that is really real, right? It's physical. I really don't have this money in the bank. I really don't have the time to do anything. I really don't have whatever it is, right? Then you begin to use the thoughts, but you know what? It could be different. Tomorrow could be different. Maybe later on it could be different. Maybe, you know, it is a possibility that this can change, right? Begin by speaking to you in that, in that way. And then maybe you will believe it for a little bit. 
this is straight from Hester, Esther Hicks, by the way. This part that's coming through right now, I just heard um, on Esther Hicks the other day. Um, you can say something and have it, you, you can believe it for like a minute. And then maybe tomorrow or the next time you say, you might believe it for like a minute or two. And then the next time you might believe it for five minutes, right? And then each time you continue saying these things that are in the positive of what you actually want, have the thought of what you actually want to happen so that you can believe it, so that you can bring it into your awareness and your reality, then you will start to bring it more and more. And the more that you get into that part of believing it, the more that you will bring it into your, your reality. This is how you change your current situation, okay? It has been proven that the longer you can hold a thought, an imagination, something you can you create in your mind, a visualization of something that you want, the faster you bring it to yourself. And if you are able to hold a beautiful thought of what you want to be your reality, it's like dreaming or daydreaming, right? For a minute and a half, it sounds short, but let me tell you, it's harder than you think. Then, then you're, you're connecting to that part of the reality that you can bring to yourself really, really quickly. But people can't do it. I mean, try it. Just try it. How do I do that? How do I do that, right? You begin to, you close your eyes and you begin to imagine yourself into the body you want, the situation you want, the relationships you want, the home you want. You begin to imagine yourself doing this, being there, feeling it, eating it, touching, whatever it is, the more senses you bring into that, the better, so that you can actually feel it. And once you feel it inside, your mind believes it. See, your mind doesn't know what's real or unreal. Everything is real for it. So if you think bad thoughts or negative thoughts, it's real. And if you think positive thoughts or light thoughts, they are also real. So you want to create these thoughts. You want to create and stay in that moment. And you're going to have, if you haven't done this before, you're going to notice that it's difficult to hold that thought or vision. You're going to have thoughts of, Oh, I have an itch in my foot. Oh, what was that sound? Oh, my belly hurts. Maybe I need to go to the bathroom. All kinds of things are going to start entering that moment of you trying to visualize what you want. And all of those things are brought up from your ego who's trying to protect you and say, this actually doesn't work, so why are you even trying? So I'm going to stop you from doing it so that you cannot be, um, what's the word? Let down by your own doing. That's what it is. So just try it. Keep going. Keep trying it. The longer you can stay in that space, the faster you're going to bring it to your reality, no matter what it is. Okay? So whatever it is that you want, hold on to it. Change your thoughts about it. Start changing them by believing that you can, that it could be, 
right? It could be, or wouldn't it be nice if, right? Putting all of these different types of sentences that are opposite of what your reality is, of the things that you keep repeating, the I'm tired, the I'm, I have no money, that I have no love, that I'm fat, that I'm not worth it. Whatever it is that you're telling yourself, change it. Change it by changing your thoughts. And then by changing your thoughts, you change your belief. When you change your belief, you can create anything. Okay, my loves, I love you so much. Please like this um, if you liked it. Um, rate it if you haven't uh, already. And share it, share it, share it so that other people can reach these messages. I love you so much, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.